Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Jessica Janae and I am super duper excited because not only is this a new episode but this is the last episode of season one of the Dear Sister podcast and I can't believe I'm saying that because earlier this year I envisioned this and I dreamt about it and I talked about it but to say in real life that this is the season finale of season one like I'm just so grateful and I'm so blessed to be able to share my vision with you all and to have you a part of my journey and in some ways be a part of your journey and I want to say thank you to those of you who have been supporting me since day one the first episode dropped on August 7th that was like one of the scariest moments of my life because I was letting people into something that God told me to do so thank you to those of you who have been supporting me since day one thank you to those of you who are just joining me on this journey I really appreciate you all and I'm super excited to see what God not only does for me but for those who are connected to me and those connected to this podcast and social media so yeah welcome um I have a special guest with me um so two weeks ago she was supposed to be on the friendship episode okay but that was an epic fail but i have one of my friends back um she's visiting so everybody say hey to ashley hello jessica's listeners (laughs) um she is here with me we had a girls weekend so we have decided that we are too young no let me say this we are too old to be out every weekend because i get on social media and i'm just like how do y'all party every weekend okay But we are too young to be cooled up in the house every weekend at the same time. So, we have made the decision that we are going to be intentional with still being focused and still making sure that our priorities are in order. But we're going to try to get together at least once a month just so that we can let our hair down and have fun and just be the 20-something-year-olds that we are. So, thank you, Ashley, for joining us today for the season finale. You are my second guest. So, yes, I'm very excited. So, before I get into what this topic is about, let me share with y'all. If you don't know, I always share a lesson of the week. And that is something that I have learned throughout my week. And hopefully, it can be a lesson for some of you who are listening. Um, And I don't really have a story. Like, last week, I told y'all that y'all were tomatoes. So, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to why I'm calling you tomatoes. But... This week, I want to say that the lesson that I learned is that I have grown up more than I realized. Um, It's one thing for people to tell you, like, Jess, like, you have really grown up. But for you to be put in situations where you should have responded in a certain manner or you should have and you probably would have responded in a certain way if this was, like, last year or even maybe a few months ago. But... The past week and a half, like, I've just been put into certain situations where things have not been going my way, I would say. 
Oh, excuse me, nothing like major, but I know for a fact that the old Jessica would have like flipped out, had a pity party, threw a temper tantrum, and been like, God, like, why? Like, what are you doing? But honestly, the three or four things that happened, I took them and they, I just let them roll off my back. And I had the mindset like, God got it. Like, I'm not going to stress about it. It's no need for me even spending more than one minute thinking about those things. Like, God has it. So, I have learned that I have grown up way more than I have given myself credit for. So, I want to say kudos to me. And kudos to those of you who realize your own growth. Like, I know a lot of times we try to wait for... I got to set my timer, child. I know a lot of times we wait for others to acknowledge, like, oh my goodness, you've grown up so much, you've glowed up, you have really changed. But when God is able to reveal to you through yourself that you have grown up, that's a beautiful, a beautiful thing. So I'm excited because I know that I have more growing to do, but I'm really appreciative of how far I've come. So yeah, that is my lesson of the week for the season finale. I'm sure you probably thought that I was going to have like a big bang for the lesson of the week but um no that's it like i've really grown up and i want to thank you for listening to me as i go through my season of growing because i feel like i've grown up so much just by releasing what god tells me to release on this podcast so now that i've gotten that out of the way let's get into this week's topic okay and this week's topic is about singleness and being single um i'm single ashley single she's single but i'm like single single like and to clarify i'm single single as well (laughs) so we're gonna talk about being single and i'm gonna tell you where this um this topic came from so if you know i always tell everyone at the end of the show like if you have any ideas if you have any suggestions like let Oh my gosh, Ashley. <laughs> See? Okay, so if you hear any noises in the background, it's Ashley because she acts like a five year old and not sit still without dropping stuff. Girl, <laughs> get it together. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Um, so like I was saying, I always ask for people to give me some suggestions or recommendations for what they want me to discuss. And this one young lady who follows me on Instagram, well, we follow each other. Um, she wrote this and I'm not going to say her name because, you know, privacy. Um, you know, they can hear you when you do that. (laughs) Okay. So here's what she wrote me. Okay. Basically, she told me. You know, she well, she asked me if I could do an episode on being single. And then I was like, sure, I would love to. What's, what questions do you have? So this is what she said. So basically, in my season of singleness, I'm mostly, I've mostly focused on my career. I earned a second degree. Go ahead, girl. Worked in my field for two years and am now pursuing my PhD full time. So all of these things have been great distractions. My main question is, what other ways can I work on myself during this time? What are some things that I can be doing to enhance my relationship with God and work on me in areas other than my career? And thanks for responding. I'll be tuning in. So, 
Speaking, now that I'm thinking about it, here's a lesson. And I cannot remember if I shared this with y'all on the podcast last week, but I know for a fact that I shared it on my Facebook as a video. So if I shared it on the podcast last week, then you about to get a double dose of it. So here's another lesson. There are distractions. So a lot of times people think that distractions are the things that we can sense with our five senses. So things that we can see, people we can see, people and things that we can taste, touch, feel, hear, whatever, okay? But there are distractions that we can't see. There are distractions that we can't hear or can't taste or can't feel or whatever with our five senses. And those are the things that we are probably praying for or that we desire, but we don't have yet. And so we spend time, more time or too much time focusing on the things that we don't have, that we miss out on the things that we do have right here in this moment, in this season. Those can be distractions, okay? So be careful not to be distracted by the distractions that you can't see, okay? Because I'm so grateful, even though sometimes I can complain a little bit, but I'm still grateful that God's timing is better than my timing and that Even though there are things that I desire in this season, he knows what's best for me. And so I trust him enough to know that if I don't have it right now, then it's not for me, right? So um, distractions are real and distractions are not always things that you can see. It's not going to always be that dude that's texting you. It may be the dude that you really want, but you can't have, okay? Those are distractions also. So thank you to my um, viewer or my listener who wrote in to talk about singleness, okay? So that's what today's episode is about. So Ashley and I are going to ask a few questions. She's going to answer some. I'm going to answer some. And we're just going to be very transparent and raw about this season of singleness. Because a lot of people on social media um, like to make it seem like singleness is so easy. And it's not. And y'all need to be careful about these ministries that prey on your singleness, okay? Because there are ministries out there who will take your singleness and try to pimp you because you're single. So be careful of these ministries that are always focused on singleness, singleness, singleness. Let me tell you how to get a man. Let me tell you how to get a woman or whatever, okay? So we're going to just be raw and transparent and share with you some of our struggles, some of the things that we go through, some of our thoughts, some of our ideas. And these are all things from our personal experiences. So we're not saying this applies to everybody. We are saying that these are the things that apply to us and we're hoping and praying that you can take something from what we have to say. So the first question, Ashley, how long have you been single? I have been single for five years. Five years? Okay. Mm-hmm. Five years. Um, and I have been single for two years in December. December will be two years, okay? Um, why do you feel like you're single? Should I do a Facebook Live? They don't got to see you. That's fine. But, no, um, I feel like I am single because God wants me to be. And I know that sound that may sound like cliche, cliche 
But I really feel that because I've tried, and I'm just being honest, Mm -hmm. I have tried um, to do things my way. And I found that with me trying to step in the place of God and put together a relationship, try to force a relationship in a season that it, in, in a during an a season that I should have been single mm-hmm. that kept me single, if that makes sense. Definitely. Like, but if I wanted to be single on my, on my strength, I mean, if I wanted to be in a relationship on my strength, then I could be in one. But I don't want to be in one because if I were to get in one, I feel like God would really shut it down right. really quick. Like, I'm just not supposed to be in one right now. And I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with that. Okay. Um why do, yeah, why do you feel like you are single? Um, I feel like I'm single because of the simple fact that there are things that God has told me to do that I have not done yet. And it's like just you want a man but you're distracted without no man. So what makes you think you're not going to be distracted with the entire man? So I feel like there are things that I need to do before God's going to bring my man. And it's like, I tell myself that all the time, but I still don't do what I need to do. So that's, that's why I feel like I'm single because right now God needs me to focus solely on what he has called me to do in this season. Mm -hmm. And that is to, um, just do things to bring, to bring light to the women who have been broken, who have been hurt, and who are trying to grow and heal in this time. I feel like Ruth, like I was made for a time such as this. Mm-hmm. And that's for women um, who are hurting. That's for women who are lost and confused. And that's for young girls who really don't have that many role models to look up to. So that's why I feel like I'm single. Mm-hmm. Um, The next question is, what is something you struggle with as a single? What is something that you struggle with as a single? I would definitely say um, getting out there. Mm-hmm. Like this weekend, we you know had a girls weekend. Mm-hmm. When the last time we had a girls weekend, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because we're so busy with work and with school that you have your your podcast and your other business ventures and all of that other stuff going on that, you know, that gets in the way of planning downtime with your friends. Like, that's for me, I can say that for me, like, that's one thing that I struggle with, like, getting out there, you know, not trying to be seen, because that's not what I'm trying to do, like, but getting out there, you know, mingling, getting to know other individuals that that for me is what I struggle with okay what is um I'm gonna tell what my hardest thing is but what is the easiest thing about being single the easiest thing um I don't have to worry about having a headache okay at the end of the day like when I wake up in the morning I don't have yesterday's argument on my mind Okay. Or when I go to sleep at night, I don't have to worry about someone stepping out on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that 
is the easiest thing. Like, right. and I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of singles take for granted mm-hmm. that they don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. in in during their single season. Right. Because once you get into a relationship and then you do have that headache mm-hmm. from your significant other, then mm-hmm. you're thinking like, dang, you know, I wish I, you know, had appreciated, you know, being, being actually really being single right. while I had the opportunity to appreciate it. Right. So, I mean, I guess it just depends. It depends on the person. Right. I think for me... Um, the hardest thing about being single is getting to know somebody else. Because one, I don't know what it is about some men in this generation. Like, you're not about to what you doing me to death. You're not about to LOL me to death. Because I don't even be saying nothing funny. So what right. are you LOLing? Because right. I really did not say right. anything funny. I said... It's like they're doing, they're saying LOL just the whole just conversation, the whole conversation. But that, that's not a conversation. That what? That, I'd rather no. you not text me. Right. Like, I think the hardest thing about being single is being open to getting to know somebody and mm-hmm. being vulnerable because I don't want to seem like I have a stick up my behind. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm trying to not let somebody in too fast because that's what happened the last time and that's one of the reasons why my relationship ended. And I will also say another thing about being single, one of the hard things that I struggle with is being, like, I like being by myself. Right. But there are moments when I am just like, dang, like, I wish I had a boo to chill with. Mm-hmm. Or I wish I had a boo to go to the movies with or go to the fair with or yeah. just have fun with. Like, those are the moments where I'm just like, dang, like. I want right. to boo. But it's also, those are also the moments where it's like, Jess, why don't you just call one of your girlfriends and y'all can have a girl's day. Like, you don't have to wait to have a man. To do um, things. To do those things. I will also say that the easiest thing or the greatest thing about being single for me is like you said, I don't have to, I go to sleep at peace with peace mm-hmm. at night. I go to sleep feeling like a unicorn at night. I don't worry about <laughs> not a unicorn. who he's texting or who he's next to or right. why he's not responding to my phone If call he's lying or if about he's where lying. he's at. Like, I don't have to worry about that. Like, like doing a pop-up? Like, right, nobody, like, we not as, we, this ain't sophomore year. No, right. We're not doing like, that my no edges more. are flourishing. My face is getting fuller. Like, I am at peace. Oh, and I, 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 I miss that. Like, Two years ago, that wasn't the case. So, that's the best thing about being single is, yeah, shout out to um, 316. So, for my listeners, I'm also doing a Facebook Live. So, if you hear me talking outside of this, that's what I'm doing. Um, But, yeah, that's the best thing about being single. So, you want to ask the next question, Ashley? Yeah, let's see. And for my Facebook viewers, I am with my friend Ashley, but she has her scarf on because you know how black women get uh, yeah. at a certain time <laughs> so um the next question what have you been learning in this season while being single um I have been learning in this season of being single that I like being by myself um I have been learning that 
God is really... I've got to learn God on different levels. Like, mm-hmm. I've always known God and, you know... But this whole year of being single and especially living away from my family, I have learned God on a different level to the point where... Basically, my mom said it best. She said that I got into a position where I had to live what I preach to other people. Like, I'm mm-hmm. always telling other people, like, have faith. God's going to do it. You know, be encouraged. Um, depend on him. Trust his timing. Trust his ways. And um, sometimes you don't want to hear that. Right. But I'm quick to tell the people that. But in this season, in these past few years of being single, I had to eat everything that I spoke. Mm-hmm. And it was those moments that I had to go back to my Facebook videos and um, list, like preach to myself. You know, mm-hmm. I've also learned that I always knew I was funny, but I crack myself up. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> myself and I, we be having the best moments because I'm funny. Like, I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um. What else have I learned? What have you learned in this season of being single? And if you can hear Ashley, give me a thumbs up because she's over here. So if you can hear Ashley, give me a thumbs up. I would definitely say, like you said, um, learning God on different levels. Mm -hmm. Um, God really had to, like, sit me down because it got to, even Mm -hmm. though I am single, it gets frustrating. Right. And God had to really sit me down and teach me how to be patient and it's not mm-hmm. you know and, and teach me that it's not my timing that runs things mm-hmm. it's his timing mm-hmm. that runs things mm-hmm. so that for me is that's a big thing that I have learned right. and I'm still learning like I'll never stop learning right. God because right. there's there's so much about him that we can that we, you know, that he allows us to learn about him. Right. So that, for me, is, you know, the biggest thing that I've learned, like, learning about God in this season. Right. I, another thing that I've learned in this season is that a lot of the guys that I give my attention to, I really don't like them. Yeah. And I talk to them out of a place of I'm bored or I'm bored. Right. Um, and it's not until after we stop talking and I'm like, Jess, you really didn't like them. Like, realistically, you would never want to be with them. Like, right. realistically. Um, and so I feel like in this season of being single, God has shown me what... He has shown me my own heart. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do while God has you wait? Right. Right? So it's like, are you going to be loyal to your heart and protect mm-hmm. your heart? And wait for God's best. Or are you going to be loyal to Yahuwah and satisfy Yahuwah? That is also very so, true. So, God has shown me my own heart in right. this season. And there have been some ugliness that I had to face because the church I go to here, he says that all the time. You have to be careful when you're hungry. Because when you're hungry, you'll eat anything. Anything. Right? So you don't care what's on your plate mm. or what people put on your plate because you're hungry. You're starving. So you will take it. That's right? me excited for tomorrow. Right. So you have to be careful. God has shown me that I have to be careful because when I'm hungry, single, the enemy will try to put anything on my plate. Mm-hmm. He will put any 
man on my plate. And if mm-hmm. I'm not careful, I'm going to think it's a filet mignon when it's really exactly a pile of a chicken tender. Yeah. Mm. A chicken nugget for some of them, child. Had to watch my mouth there. Child. <laughs> That's for on Facebook Live. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so my turn. Did you ask the question? Yes, you did. Yeah. What are We're doing this out of order. What are some things you've been doing to prepare for your next relationship? Oh, gosh. Um... Oh, wow. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Because... Um, <laughs> to prepare for my next relationship, I cut off everybody. Well, okay. Let me not say that. I cut off certain people, but the people that I didn't cut off, I put them in their proper place. Mm. And I always use the example of a bullseye. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're in the middle of that bullseye, and you know that there are circles around the middle of the bullseye. Mm-hmm. That you don't necessarily have to cut people off, but what you do need to do is put people in their appropriate place. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if I'm in the middle of my bullseye, you don't need, you don't, your actions. And the way you treat my time, the way you treat my energy, the way you treat my space, Mm -hmm. the way you treat my emotions, you don't necessarily have to be cut off, but you don't deserve to be that close to me, right? Right. So in this season, I have been putting certain people in their appropriate place, Mm -hmm. which means you may be on the outside of the bullseye. You may even be off the paper, (laughs) right? That doesn't mean I cut you off completely. That just means I put you in your appropriate place. So I have been putting certain people in their appropriate place because I don't want anybody, especially any of the guys that I have been dealing with, you know, to think that to they think have access that at any time. That and to block my husband from coming right. to me because ain't none of them that special. Right. 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 So I've been putting people in their appropriate place. I've also been taking time to tell God, like, God, I want to be full of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't ever want to be the type of woman that feels like a man completes her because mm-hmm. anything can happen right i want to be full off a of guy i don't want to be full off of myself i know a lot of times we say oh i just want to be complete and i said this earlier matter of fact i want to be complete within myself mm-hmm. no because i'm going to disappoint myself i want to be complete with god i want to mm-hmm. be fu- i want to be complete with jesus that whether i have a man or whether i don't have a man right. i'm still okay because i have that foundation right so that's what I have been doing to prepare for my next relationship. I've also been working on being less selfless, selfish mm-hmm. because oh God, in my yes. last relationship, I was very selfish. It was always like, me, 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 me. Yeah. What can you do to please me? Um, <laughs> and so, I want a boyfriend like me, me, me. I want a boyfriend like me, like me. <laughs> so what have, I have been doing is I have been working on being more selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, while still nurturing myself, I've been learning how to be more about other people. Right. Not in an unhealthy way, but in a way that puts people before, before myself. And in not a healthy in a way. healthy way, not neglecting your exactly. own needs, but also, you know. Not focusing solely on me because it's not all about me. Right. And in my past two relationships, I definitely focused on what could I 
take away. Right. And I think in this season, I'm looking at, well, what can I, what do I have to offer in my next relationship? Right. I don't want the only thing that I have to offer in my next relationship be how I look. Right. Because my morning face is not the cutest, which I've been told my morning face is prettier than (laughs) how I look in the day, which I don't know if that's a compliment or what. (laughs) But, you know, my morning breath and the crust of my eyes, like, that's scary. (laughs) So... I don't want that to be the only thing that that you bring. I bring. And another thing, ladies, listening on the podcast and listening on this Facebook Live, and gentlemen, I cannot stand. And I, let me say this: I used to think it was real cute, right? Mm-hmm. When a guy would say, "Oh, you so you so pretty to be single." As Wait, if what? me being pretty is the only thing that I have to offer, offer guys. Yeah. That's not a compliment anymore. Not in 2018, about to be 2019. Right. Don't tell me I'm too pretty to be single. Say, you're too mm. smart. You're too dope. Or your vibe is on a whole nother level for you to be single. single. Because saying that I'm too pretty, which I understand that you're telling me I'm beautiful, but to say I'm too pretty or too beautiful or too cute to, like, be, in a relationship, to not be in a relationship or not to have a man, kind of insinuates that the only thing I have to offer is my, my looks. looks. And that's far from the case. Mm-hmm. So... Um, ladies, stop letting these guys tell you that because that's not cute. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, that's not say that for your mother. Right. Now, to answer that question, I have not gotten to the point where I can cut off. Girl, you better cut them off. I got where I can cut off. Now, there are some individuals that have been cut off, and I have mm-hmm. done it in the past, like a couple years ago, where I have. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm afraid to dismantle those You could be afraid because you don't know what's coming. Well, I, and I think that's what it is. And I've had to talk to God about Like, I talk to God about that all the time. Like, I'm afraid mm-hmm. of, you know, what's to come. Because, like, I'm a very controlling person. Like, right. I, I have to release, you know, that control and I think that's another thing that God is teaching me in this season you know another thing that I'm learning is that he is in control and I have to learn how to let go like my pastor preached on that Mm -hmm. um last Sunday you know let it go let it go and so and I'm you know like meanwhile like I'm sitting in the pew like this man is really talking right to me like I have to learn how to let go of Whoever, whatever, right. so that I can receive the whatever man. and whoever God is supposed right. to send my way. This. I will say that I think I think that's a lot of our fears. Well, most mm-hmm. of our fears. But what I have learned because when I broke up, when Rashad and I broke up, I really just was like, okay, God, like, ain't I? That was a good man. Yeah. He wasn't perfect, but that was a good man. And I don't know a lot of men our age that's a good man right. like that. Right. And so for a long time, I was afraid to let the idea of us being together go because I didn't feel like I could ever get that again. Mm-hmm. I was afraid that I would never get that again. But I have learned that God will never take something away from you to just give you less than what he took away mm-hmm. from you. God only takes us away from something to give us better. Mm-hmm. Right, so the next man that comes into my life for real, and not one that I just play with, right? Child, that's another story. 
But the next man that he brings to my life, my husband, he's going to be better. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. In his own right, he's going to be better. Because God will never take you from worse to worse. Mm -hmm. He's going to take you from worse to better. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so you have to, you can't receive with a full hand. Because if if my hand is full... That's right. Where where's God gonna put what He wants to bless us with? That's at, right. Right. So there are some things. A lot of us are holding on to things and certain people that are keeping God keeping from blessing us, us with what us He wants down. to bless us. Right. Right. So it's like, do I stay in the wilderness because I'm comfortable with that, or do I let it go because I know God has a greater promise for me? That's right. Right. So yeah. Um. The next question. The next. What what is your, oh, what did your last relationship teach you? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, wow. That's a... We'd be here all night discussing that. Um, I would definitely say my last relationship taught me... Um, to be, if y'all have any questions, let us know. Yeah. To be with a man that knows how to communicate. And be with the man that that wants to be around you. Be with the man that's not ashamed okay. of you. Okay. That's what my um, your last relationship taught you. My relationship taught me, and that was basically the whole gist of mm-hmm. that relationship. Like, Ooh. like the communication, the you know. Not wanting, I wouldn't want to say not wanting to be around me, but right. actually, you know, being grateful to have me. Right. Like that. So that's what your last relationship taught you? hmm Okay. Yeah. I will say my last relationship taught me that I deserve a good man. Mm-hmm. Because before, and I shared this with you earlier, mm-hmm. um, when I first got into my last relationship, I used to cry. Like, I would be praying, and I would be crying and, like, telling God, like, oh, my gosh, like, this can't be real. Like, there has to be a catch to this because I don't deserve this type of a man. Right. Like, even though I say I want this man, like, he's everything that I wanted. Well, in some cases, child, because mm-hmm. he wasn't the, the perfect man. Mm-hmm. Nor was I the perfect woman. But overall, he was, again, a good man. So there would be times where I would be crying and telling God, like, God, I don't deserve this type of man. Like, I used to do some things back in the day. <laughs> I was a hot mess. So what type of woman like me, like me, like me, deserves, deserves a man like this <laughs> who pumps your gas? Right. Jesus, thank God for the men who pump gas, okay? May God bless you in this season. Um, shout out to the men who really like act like they got some sense. Mm-hmm. And now, right? and that's it's hard to find. Yeah, but it's hard to find because so many of these men they put on a facade as right. if they are God's greatest <laughs> when they're the total opposite. Yeah. Like stop faking it because after about three months, the real you. The real you up. will the show up. The real you will eventually show up, yes. Right. So, that was one thing that my, I deserve to 
us as a good man. Like, we yeah. all deserve happiness. We all, not because of anything that we do. Right. But because of whose child we are, right? Right. Um, I also learned that you have got to put your homeboys in their place. Because if you don't put your <laughs> homeboys in their place, there are some friends, male friends, that will not respect your relationship. And they will nope. be disrespectful. And then your ex will go through your phone and see this stuff. See, I never even got that far. Child, I'm still trying to figure out how he got the password to my iPad. But that's another story. That's because your password is the same to every device. That's why. But still, I never told him the password to my phone. So I'm still trying to figure out how he got into my... That's the easy... Like, that's the first thing people think of. So what you're saying is I need to change my password. Yeah. That's the easiest thing. You know, it got to the go-to. You know, it got to the point, like, after we broke up, like, if I, like, was chilling with another guy that I thought I liked and they spent the night, I would sleep with my phone under my pillow. For what? That scarred me. Like, you got in my whole iPad. I used to sleep. Well, first of all, why would you put that as your password? Actually, I don't know, but that's. I need a therapist for that. Like, I literally started sleeping with my pillow under my, my I mean, my phone under my pillow. Because you're not about to get me again, right? He, that, he's crazy. So, my next boyfriend, I will have a different <laughs> password. Like, not saying, okay, so I'm not going to be hiding stuff from my boyfriend. Right, but. I wasn't hiding anything in my last relationship. I mean, but. That's an easy password. Said, if you go searching handy, you're going to find You're going to find something. So, but, basically, just mind your business and let the, yeah. let it come out the way it's supposed but to come out. But you should out. also have homeboys who respect your relationship. Right? right. That even if I say something reckless, you should be able to say, you know, chill, Jess, you got a whole man. Like, stop. Right? right? So, I have learned, <laughs> one, that you deserve yeah. a good man. Two, to... Make sure your male friends or the your friends of the opposite sex respect your relationship, and you have to respect your relationship. And to treat my man like a man, mm-hmm. I took my man my last relationship for granted, cause I had the mentality, say, oh he's not going nowhere. Child, he was gone with the wind. <laughs> gone with the wind, fabulous. Gone with the wind. Okay, so that's what I learned. Ladies, I had to stop it right here because the episode. As one episode was too big of a file to upload. So make sure that you stop what you're doing and listen to part two right now.